insightful podcasts by informative hosts. Insights into Things, a podcast network. Welcome to Insights into Teens, a podcast series exploring the issues and challenges of today's youth. Your hosts are Joseph and Madison Whalen, a father and daughter team making their way through the challenges of the teenage years. Welcome to Insights into Teens. This is episode 171, Pride Month. I'm your host, Joseph Whalen, and my strong and confident co-host, Madison Whalen. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today, Maddie? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing okay. Um, now that we've finally got everything up and running, you know, we've I think I've gone through four changes since we redid the studio here and various technical issues, but... Hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on fake wood, I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this week we are talking about Pride Month, and I'll let you do the intro for Pride Month. So June is Pride Month, and across the world there are celebrations and commemorations to recognize all who identify as LGBTQ and their allies. While the rainbows and glitter may catch your eye, at the heart of Pride Month is a call for greater unity, visibility, and equality for the LGBTQ community, as well as a time to reflect on the milestones of the past 50 years. Today, we're going to answer some of the biggest questions about Pride Month, including why it's celebrated in June and how the rainbow flag came to be a universal symbol of solidarity. Awesome. Before we do that, though, I do want to take a moment to invite our audio, uh, our listening and viewing audience to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you can find our podcast pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts now. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and so forth. You can find audio versions of this podcast listed as Insights into Teens, but you can also find audio and video of this podcast and all the network's podcasts uh, if you do a search for insights into things, I would also invite you to write in and give us your feedback. Tell us how we're doing. We're always looking for show topics. You can email us at comments at insightsintothings.com. You can find us on Twitter at insights underscore things, or you can find links to all that and more on our official website at www.insightsintothings.com. Are we ready? Sure. Here we go. So what is Pride Month? Well, according to GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, which is a nonprofit organization focused on LGBTQ advocacy and culture change founded in 1985, Pride Month provides, quote, an opportunity for the community to come together, take stock, and recognize the advances and setbacks made in the past year. It's also a chance for the community to come together and celebrate in a festive, affirming atmosphere. So from June 1st to June 30th, Pride celebrations, including marches, festivals, performances, and gatherings, are held to uplift the LGBTQ plus voices 
and uh, last anywhere from several days to a full week. Pride Month celebrates LGBTQ culture, achievements, and activism through its series of organized activities and events. Through these efforts, the LGBT community and its allies also aim to increase awareness for ongoing issues of inequality, as well as commemorate the lives lost to hate crimes and the AIDS crisis. So why is pride associated with the LGBT community? This is actually a question that I had thrown in that wasn't in your original notes. Because I always wonder, why, why is it pride? Why do they associate pride with it? Because pride can mean a lot of different things. The terms pride parades, pride marches, pride events, and pride festivals are commonly used to talk about demonstrations for the legal rights of the LGBTQ community and to refer to events that celebrate the rights of the LGBTQ community. Since there has been so much discrimination toward the community, the terms gay pride and LGBTQ pride are used by the people belonging to the community to promote their self-affirmation and dignity in order to end discrimination. So in short, the community takes pride in celebrating their identity and social diversity. And when I read that, it like clicked and it totally made sense to me. Hmm. So what else do we have? So why exactly does it take place in June? Pride Month is observed in June to honor the anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising, a touchstone event in LGBTQ history. In the late 1600s, being openly gay was... Well, not 1600s. 1960s. <laughs> Sorry. 1600s, I'm sure it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> particularly helpful either. Sorry. Uh, in the late 1960s, being openly gay was largely prohibited in most places. New York, in particular, had a rule that the simple presence of someone gay or genderqueer counted as disorderly conduct, effectively outlawing gay bars. On June 28, 1969, patrons of the Stonewall Inn, a popular bar with a, di with a diverse LGBTQ climate, uh, clientele, stood their ground after police raided the establishment. The resulting clash led to days of riots and protests known as the Stonewall Uprising. One year later, on the anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising, uprising thousands of people flooded the streets of Manhattan in, in the Christopher Street Gay Liberation Day March, originally a protest that is now regarded as the first gay pride event ever. That evening, a similar march was held in Los Angeles. The following year came a march in Boston, and soon Washington, D.C., London, Tel, Tel, Tel Aviv, Aviv, yeah. Tel Aviv, and then everywhere. So I think it's important for us to take a moment to kind of reflect on why we're doing this as a topic. Can you explain that to the audience? Um, so recently... Uh, this topic had been coming up in my life personally because I had been questioning my identity. Uh, and eventually I ended up uh, kind of discovering that in myself. And it was something that I felt could be talked about in the podcast because a lot of other people my age are experiencing similar um, feelings that I have. So as... With most of what we do here, 
you know, our intention is to educate people. It's to, in this case, certainly to bring awareness. Um, but it's also to kind of show appreciation for, for people who, who are oppressed, who are discriminated against. Uh, I had the, we all had the, the, um, a pleasure of, of attending a, a pride event that we're, we'll show some video of later in the show. And what struck me, cause I, I'm, I'm new to the entire community itself for the most part. And what struck me was acceptance, acceptance and support. You know, the community itself looks out for each other and Given the state of the of affairs in the world today, I think society could benefit from that simple, basic philosophy of do what's right, support the community, look out for other people, and be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yeah. So, but this was really what we wanted to address initially, kind of set the stage for what Pride Month is and what we're going to be talking about. I think we'll take a quick break, we'll come back, and then we'll talk a little bit about the history of Pride Month and dig a little bit deeper. We'll be right back. For over seven years, the Second Sith Empire has been the premier community guild in the online game Star Wars The Old Republic. With hundreds of friendly and helpful active members, a weekly schedule of nightly events, annual guild meet and greets, and an active community both on the web and on Discord. The Second Sith Empire is more than your typical gaming group. We're family. Join us on the Starforge server for nightly events such as operations, flashpoints, world boss hunts, Star Wars trivia, guild lottery, and much more. Visit us on the web today at www.thesecondsithempire.com. Welcome back to Insights in the Teens. Today we're talking about Pride Month. So we've already kind of discussed a bit of the history surrounding um, uh, uh, how gays have been discriminated against. So how exactly did Pride Month begin? Pride Month had humble beginnings and initially began as Gay Pride Day, observed annually on the last Sunday in June. As awareness increased, more activities and events were planned throughout the month, and eventually, it evolved into a month-long observation, aptly named Pride Month. In 1999, President Bill Clinton officially declared June as Gay and Lesbian Pride Month, setting aside the month as a time to recognize the LGBTQ community's achievements and support the community. So what is its symbol? The rainbow flag is universally recognized as the symbol of the LGBTQ pride movement. It was created by a renowned San Francisco activist named Gilbert Baker. According to Baker, the rainbow of humanity, as he refers to it, is intended to symbolize all genders and races, which, I mean, that's inclusivity at its core right there. 
Each of the six colors of the rainbow flag represents a different aspect of the LGBTQ movement. There's life, healing, sunlight, nature, serenity, and spirit. In 2017, Philadelphia added a black and a brown stripe to their flag to symbolically represent the LGBTQ people of color who have often felt marginalized from their own community. It's also worth noting that at this year's uh, Pride Parade in Philadelphia, they had the world's largest pride flag this year, which I thought was pretty impressive. Today, many organizations have adopted the flag, also adding the colors of the transgender pride flag, which are baby blue and light pink. So knowing what we know now of the history of the movement, what are your thoughts on where it is now, how far it's come, and has it come far enough? Does it need to go further? Okay, so I would definitely say that uh, we're doing a lot better than how it used to be. Uh, I would also still say that it's not perfect and that discrimination is still very rampant and we still have a long ways to go. Um, um, At least for now, uh, currently in the U.S., uh, gay marriage has been legal since uh, 2015. For the most part, gay parents can have kids. And, um, you know, I would definitely say it's not as bad as it used to be. Like, it's more commonly accepted now. It's not uh, one of the more hush-hush topics, even though some people today still want it to be. Um, And, you know, there's still hate crimes going on, obviously, but I do think that so far it's getting better, but also for some reason it's also getting worse because especially in the U.S., a lot of anti-trans legislation has been coming out recently that just makes me feel really bad for any trans uh, kids or adults out there because, you know, that just all the stuff that's happening is kind of just crazy. And it's sad to see us taking steps back, but considering where we are now, I definitely think it's better than how it used to be. Yeah, and I and I would tend to agree that you know we look back at, at when the event started with you know Stonewall riots and and how far the community has come, and it's come a massive amount since then. I think the thing that concerns me most is the steps backwards that we're taking. These aren't steps that are insignificant stumbling blocks. These are steps that are fueled by ignorance and hatred and these are steps that are being pushed by prominent politicians and people who have a significant say on which way the law goes it's one thing and and at no point in time are hate crimes acceptable but it's one thing to have some redneck hick who you know smashes your windows or calls you a slur be a step backwards it's another thing, and no offense to the redneck hicks out there. I, I'm sure they're fine people too, but you know, it, it's a whole different matter when you have a potential, well, not potential, it's a, a presidential nominee who 
has no problem getting up in front of the, the national and the world press and making statements that are demeaning and dangerous and incite that violence. Or members who are politicians in power now who are trying to advance their own political careers by staking, putting a stake in the ground against liberal views of LGBTQ opponents of his. And when you have people that are changing the law, not because there's anything wrong with the law or because it makes society better or it makes anything safer, they're changing the law entirely for political purposes to advance their own careers. That's where it gets very dangerous. And that's the state that we're at now. And, you know, the only way to fight that, fortunately, the way you can, you can't fight ignorance. You know, those, those people out there who have hatred in them are uninterested in learning or understanding or appreciating. So they're much more difficult to turn around. When you have a politician who's abusing his power and attacking a segment of the population just for the sake of advancing his own career, they're easy to deal with. You just vote them out of office. We have the power to do that. And certain politicians from the conservative side that have those views now are starting to see the pushback that society is having on their hatred that they're trying to push. So society, fortunately, can make a difference there. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons why when I turn 18, I'm most certainly going to register to vote the minute I can because I, I want to see change. I don't want to have to be scared uh, of being myself. I don't want other people to be scared of being themselves. I want everyone to have the equal opportunities that we're all meant to. I don't want to have to see like people not be allowed to do things just because of how they identify or who they are. Because so many of the stuff that, like, is being outlawed for uh, people of the community is stuff that I don't even think the government should really be trying to regulate anyway. Um, So I'm very much looking forward to voting and being able to make a change that way. One of the narrow-minded political candidates that I was talking about, I'm not going to name names here. I don't want to mudsling. Uh, but one of the things that, that they tend to pound their chest over and, and make a big deal about is this concept of um, drag queen story time. Now, we sat through drag queen story time at the Pride event that we went to. And the stories that were told during this weren't sexual in nature. They weren't corrupting to minors. They were talking about acceptance of understanding who you are and what you are and what your place in society is. And they were wholesome messages and they were inspiring messages. And that is what these politicians are terrified of. They're terrified that they won't be able to brainwash you anymore. That when you have someone out there who's, according to them, indoctrinating children... They're indoctrinating children 
to understand that you can be whatever you want to be and whoever you want to be. And nobody should tell you who you are, who you can love, who you can be in a relationship with. It's the conservative, the narrow-minded conservative thinking that wants you to think their way who's most threatened by that. And that's why they're attacking this community now. And it's, it's blatantly obvious, you know, once you take a few moments to understand what the community is and what it's about. It's about basic dignity. It's about basic human rights. The government has no place telling you who you can be and what you can be and who you can be with. The country was founded on these principles. And now you've got politicians who, because it's contrary to their beliefs and their, I don't know, distorted view of the world, they're threatened by it and they're trying desperately to, to squash it. It's, it's kind of bleak, but I think we, as the people, have the power to make the changes that are necessary to take care of things. So let's take our second break. And when we come back, we're going to do something a little bit different in our third segment. We're going to do a question and answer session. Um, I'm going to ask you questions, and hopefully you're going to give me answers and the audience. And then we'll show our, our video and kind of talk about what the event was and, and, and how it went down. So we'll be right back. Insights into Entertainment, a podcast series taking a deeper look into entertainment and media. Our husband and wife team of pop culture fanatics are exploring all things from music and movies to television and fandom. We'll look at the interesting and obscure entertainment news of the week. We'll talk about theme park and pop culture news. We'll give you the latest and greatest on pop culture conventions. We'll give you a deep dive into Disney, Star Wars, and much more. Check out our video episodes at youtube.com backslash insights into things. Our audio episodes at podcast.insightsintoentertainment.com or check us out on the web at insightsintothings.com. Welcome back to Insights into Teens. Today we are talking about Pride Month and we're going to do a little bit of a question and answer. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. You answer them as best as you can, and if you're not comfortable answering any of them, just say so and we'll move on. So the first question that I have is, why is Pride Month important to you? Okay, so Pride Month has become something really important to me as of uh, the past couple of years because I've recently found a lot more about myself uh, after kind of exploring my sexuality and kind of finding, uh, kind of trying to define it more than how I was originally doing it, I've come to realize that I'm arrow ace. Uh, basically, aromantic asexual. That's what it stands for. And basically what it is, it's I just don't feel romantic or intimate attraction to anybody. 
and you know I'm fine being single I'm fine not getting married that's that's kind of what it is and Pride Month became important to me because um, it meant that there was acceptance and I wanted to feel accepted um, for you know the way I felt and while I would say that my group technically isn't as aggressively attacked against as many of the other groups. Uh, we live in a world where it's strange to not have those feelings. And if you don't have those feelings, a lot of people think that there's something wrong with you. Uh, and that's kind of why I like Pride Month, because it validates the fact that, no, nothing's wrong with you. Everything is fine. You're normal. You're fine. It's, you know, okay to have those feelings. So that's kind of why Pride Month is important to me, because not only do I feel more accepted in my identity, but I also want others to feel that same acceptance. And and that's that unity and that support of the community we had talked about before. I think that's wonderful. Next question is, how do you celebrate Pride Month? Uh, so technically this is my second year fully celebrating uh, Pride Month as I've been out. Uh, and... Uh, something that uh, me and mommy have done for the past two years is go to this cute little pride, festi pride festival in Pittman. Uh, and it's a really cute area that has uh, little vendors where you can buy like little trinkets and stuff. There was the drag, uh, the drag story time. Uh, and there's like all these various little events that uh, just basically uh, is kind of just, you know, showing your pride and so forth. Uh, and this past year, well, this past month, technically, uh, you ended up going with us, and I brought uh, two of my friends who were there to support me, and we pretty much just had a really fun time with it. Okay. Now, you obviously have your own personal reasons why you celebrate it. Do you celebrate it for anyone else in particular? Um, I do like to celebrate it for my other friends, because I do have friends who are also part of the community, uh, and I like to, uh, the idea of celebrating it for them and with them, because, um, you know, I want them to feel accepted like I have, and, you know, I, I kind of just like, um, the fact that we can all just be in an accepting area. What do you hope to get from Pride Month? Obviously, acceptance and support, but is, is there something else that, that you hope will come from celebrating Pride Month? Well, other than the acceptance, I hope that this would also open up um, other people's eyes. I hope it's an event that uh, can allow other people to also understand it because there's still plenty of other people who don't really get it or don't support it and think it's evil or something. And I kind of hope that, you know, eventually if they, if people can start to see the accepting environment of it, maybe they'll start to kind of uh, think about it differently and maybe become more accepting. Now, what do you hope other people in the community get from it as well? Is this something, is this a situation where because of it being such a uh, supporting group that people who may not have been comfortable uh, 
um, expressing who they were? Is this a safe environment for them to come out in and, and to find the support and help that they need to really be who they are? Absolutely. And, you know, if someone isn't comfortable with coming out, then, hey, it's fine. But I definitely think that for people who are either questioning it or know what they are but don't feel like they're in an environment where they can be out and proud about it, I definitely think Pride Month is a very accepting place where you can just feel safe, whether it be, like, you aren't comfortable with saying anything or you want to say something but feel like you can't. It's, I feel it's really just something where everybody can kind of just feel safe and it's something that if you come from anywhere where you think it would be dangerous for you to say anything, it's at least showing you that people do, do and will accept you. What about people like, like me, for instance, who aren't part of the community? You know, I, I you know, colloquially refer to it as being a member of the rainbow. If I'm not part of that community, but I want to support the people who are because it's the right thing to do, is Pride Month something that I should be involved with? And if so, how? what's the best way to get involved with it? What's the... What's the best way to kind of show that level of support for for people that we love and we want to take care of? Well, I definitely think that Pride Month is a good – getting involved in some way in Pride Month is definitely a good way to show that even if you're not part of the community, you're willing to accept people who are part of the community as well as to show love for any members of your family who are part of the community. And really, I think one of the best ways you can do that is taking them to Pride events or – getting them something pride-based or just, you know, following them and allowing them to go to these events. Uh, I'm not saying you have to get, like, completely involved in every single facet of it, but I'd say that as long as you show at least some support for it or at least allow allow, – or your kids or any of your family members to go to these events or even go with them, I think that's a pretty good sign of support. So what can somebody who who is, like me, an ally of the community, how can we help? How can we – is it a matter of getting the word out? Is it a matter of participating in, in events? What is it that an ally can do that can actually help the community? Well – there's plenty of uh, LGBTQ foundations and uh, uh, charities that, uh, if any ally is able to be aware of, can donate to to help uh, just the community and uh, especially the youths. Uh, and, you know, going to these events and taking place in some of the activities can also greatly show your support. Um, and also standing up for people who will go and, you know, say mean things to uh, any of the other members. Just being somebody who's willing to stand up against injustice is, I think, a really good way to help out. So there's obviously people out there who are anti-LGBTQ. And in fact, when we show you the video... Uh, stick around to the end because there's a, really a pitiful protest of people of 
based on the on the signage they have, really hypocrites. But we'll talk about that when we get to the video. But there's a community. There's a there's a large segment of the population out there who are against the LGBTQ community. What's the most important message someone who doesn't celebrate or support Pride Month or the community? What's the most important message that they need to hear that maybe might not bring them around to be allies, but at least maybe bring them to the point of acceptance and allowing people to be themselves? What do they need to hear? Well, probably that there's nothing wrong with the community. It It's not something that's unnatural or against anything. It's really just something that happened, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's, like, no crime in it. There's no, like... There's really nothing bad that goes on with it. It like when you take it to like the most basic level. Uh, there's also uh, the facet that uh, the whole point of pride is just for acceptance, and that it's not this whole like evil thing of indoctrinating kids or like making them think certain things or like just trying to. It it's none of that. It's really just about acceptance it's just about understanding and it's just it 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 has kind messages and it's something that a lot of people i feel could benefit to hear from and even if somebody is against the community and you know for whatever reason i think the important thing for them to hear is that it's normal and it's fine if it happens and also, the whole point of the events isn't to shove it in your kid's face. It's just to express acceptance and unity among everybody. Okay. I can't argue with that. I think that's a great message to get out to everyone. So we're going to take a couple minutes. We're going to, we're going to run the video here. But for our listening audience, um, I, I want you to kind of walk us through what we're seeing on the video and just kind of give us a, a play-by-play of the video itself so that the folks who are just on audio don't, don't feel left out. Uh-huh. Inclusion, see? <laughs> yep. Here we go. Okay. Um, so basically the event that we um, went to, it, it's kind of this cute little thing that uh, I believe occurred outside of a Baptist church. Yes, it was, Baptist church. Um, and pretty much what it was, was there were various little vendors, there was, uh... So we had some face painting there, right? Yeah, there was some face painting. You had some community leaders that were doing announcements, uh, you had some people that were telling stories and doing some music. Uh, and then there were, uh, little vendors where you could buy, uh, little, uh, trinkets and so forth. And rainbow... Uh, donuts, which we got, which yeah. I didn't get a chance to eat any. Were they any good? Yes, they were good. Okay. Um, and there was also this one uh, little area where you could uh, blow bubbles, which me and my friends ended up uh, going towards. Um, so basically a lot of it was kind of in a parking lot, and uh, there were these vendors set up in the different parking spaces uh, that... There were various different vendors. Uh, a lot of local businesses out there to show their support for the community. Yep. Uh, you had some people that were, you know, just soliciting and selling different things that um, they had a mix of pride stuff and non-pride stuff. I wound up buying a, a D20 con- dice container that had really nothing to do with pride, but they were selling other 3D printed things for pride. Yeah, and in, in like the main area, there was something set up uh, for the 
um, drag story time right. that you ended up attending. Which was hilarious. Oh, I, I, I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> they, they did a very good job. But you had a lot of people that were there. Uh, actually, I, I bumped into somebody from work who was there as well. But unfortunately, the one thing that we did have was we had protesters that showed up later in the uh, day. And they were, and, and I'm, you know, I'm going to get hate mail for saying this, but they were religious fanatics. You know, you're going to come out there and stand on a corner and say that Jesus saves and, you know, he can, he can help you. And, and you don't realize that people don't need saving. They don't need help. They don't need um, a religious experience from it. Um, and I see these people out there who are protesting a pride event that's happening at a Baptist church. And I can't help but think of think to myself, okay, so you're going to complain about drag queen story time. Were you protesting outside the Catholic churches when all of the children that the Catholic priests, you know, assaulted came to, came out and came to light? Were you out there protesting that as well? Because you can't pick and choose your morals. Yeah. You either are moral or you're not. If it's your team that's that's not playing by the rules, then you gotta you gotta call them on the carpet too. Yeah. So I mean, it was a it really was. If you have a chance to watch the video, it was like three people standing on a street corner with a with a banner. It was a it was a pretty pitiful turnout for a, a protest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was peaceful. Uh, I will give them credit for that. They didn't they didn't really become obnoxious or anything. Yeah. Um, there was a, a significant police presence at the Pride event as well who were participating in the event, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it was a really good show, too. There was a lot of people there, a lot of sh- a good showing of, of people that showed up, uh, at least in my opinion. It was the first one I had ever been to. I didn't know if it was any different from last year. I mean, from last year, they had a couple more vendors uh, in – uh, the parking lot, because, like, there was a much more open area there where, like, cornhole was being played. Uh, I remember there being a couple vendors there where we ended up getting you uh, your uh, Death Star uh, cutting board, I think Right, it was. right. Um, but overall, I definitely think there was a large congregation of people. Uh, the amount was about the same from what I remember uh it being last year. Well, and you had a chance to actually, because where it's located in this little town of Pittman, it's on their main street, Broadway. And Broadway's lined with shops and, and little stores and stuff like that. And it's kind of like a little Main Street USA feel to it. So you had a chance to actually walk some of that, those storefronts. And you kind of saw a mix of support and people who closed their businesses in protest as well. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I didn't really take too much notice to the people closing, but I do have a instance of that last year. But what ended up happening was uh, I went with my friends and uh, some of their guardians, and we were walking down Pittman, and uh, there were plenty of uh, pride flags. It was actually this one that was like this entire balcony was decorated with different pride flags with a like large, like, general flag which i thought was kind of cute and we ended up going to some of the stores uh it was like this one bakery i think where like they had like a rainbow cheesecake and they had like uh some pride themed uh pastries which i thought was cute um 
I saw like one empty business, but I think that was just because no one was really in there. Uh, but last year, me and my mom walked down that same path, uh, and we saw that somebody had this one sign up. Uh, it was like at a closed store, and it was basically somebody who closed their store that day in protest uh, because of pride and the event that was going on that day. Well, and, and you know what I say, they're entitled to their opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, even if they're wrong. And if it's more important for them to lose business than to be open during something like that, where there's no obligation on their part to actually show support, that's their business decision to make. Yeah. You know, if you want to make stupid business decisions, we're not going to stop you. So, all in all, what do you think? Was Pride Month, was the Pride event itself successful in your eyes? I would say so. Even though we technically didn't have any protesters last year. <laughs> it's always better when we have protesters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We were able to pretty much pay them no mind, really, because, again, they weren't bothering us. We didn't bother them, really. Right. Um, so, I would still say it was a very successful event. I had a lot of fun with my friends. It it was just a very – you could feel the accepting environment even if you weren't taking part in too many of the activities. Yeah, that was that was really what my takeaway was, just the, the positivity and the acceptance and the uplifting energy that I felt at the event was really something I walked away from that feeling pretty good, you know. It's – I don't know. I, wanna, I don't want to say it was a warm, fuzzy feeling, but it really was – when you walk away and you're around that many positive people who are supportive, it was it was a very enjoyable time for me. Yeah. So, but I think that was all we had. I think we're going to take a quick break, come back, and we'll get your closing thoughts and then finish up the business. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. So to everyone out there, first of all, happy Pride. Um, and I just want to... Uh, I guess reiterate that pride is really just about acceptance and equality and trying to achieve that for people that are still marginalized to this day. We've come a long way from how it used to be, but it could certainly be a lot better. Um, uh, there's still issues going on around the world, uh, and there's still stuff that we have to work on, but I'm at least happy with the progress we're making so far, and to especially the younger generation out there, we have the power to make the change that the world needs to see. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Awesome. I think that was uh, very well put. Uh, good way to end on a positive note. And just as a footnote uh, to this and the next several podcasts we're going to be doing, we're kind of taking on some of the more controversial topics, some of the more debatable topics, uh, some of the ones that will generate more hate mail for us, I think. Hmm. Um, well, well, hateful attention is better than no attention, I guess. I, I guess that's true. Um, so if you disagree with this or our take on the topics that we're going to be talking about, what are some of the things that we're going to be talking about? Uh, well, we're talking about this. Uh, we're talking about the definition of woke and right. uh, that whole thing. We're going to be talking about cancel culture, fighting in school, uh, as well as uh, more about therapy. Yep. You know, there's uh, 
A lot of things that we've kind of held off talking about until you've kind of reached a certain age. And um, I know we try to do a podcast for all teen age ranges. So just an FYI to our listening audience out there. The next couple of topics in the series, you know, from from 171 to 179 or so, we're going to be talking about some of the more heavy hitting topics here. So for parents who who listen to this with their kids, just be aware of that. And if it's stuff that's a little too hard hitting for you, we we apologize and we'll be coming back with some of our less heavy topics afterwards. But before we do go, uh, I want to once again encourage you to uh, subscribe to the podcast. You can find audio versions of this podcast listed as Insights into Teens. Video and audio of all the network's podcasts can be found listed as Insights into Things. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you do get our podcast from. I ask that you give us a thumbs up or a vote or a review or whatever your podcast source uh, of choice does let people know you know what kind of quality we give you what kind of service and you know even if it's bad i mean <laughs> i'll take bad reviews just you know feedback. just give us something yeah feedback is good speaking of feedback you can give that directly to us by email at comments at insights into things.com you can hit us on twitter at insights underscore things you can find all of our videos on YouTube at youtube.com slash insights into things. We do stream live. Well, not live. We, we stream pre-recorded five days a week on Twitch at twitch.tv slash insights into things. Uh, side note there, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you do get a free Twitch Prime monthly subscription. We'd appreciate you throwing that our way if you could. Uh, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash insights into things podcast and Instagram at instagram.com slash insights into things where you can find links to all that and more on our official website at www.insightsintothings.com. Should I even cut to you at this point? I'm not even sure what you're going to say, but and you. And don't forget to check out our other two podcasts, Insights and Entertainment, hosted by you and Mommy, which, you know, we have a decent selection to choose from. Not sure when we're going to bring a new one out, but, you know. That's better. That was almost positive. <laughs> Thanks. And Intended Tomorrow, our monthly podcast hosted by you and my brother Sam, which hopefully we will have a new episode out. We don't have too many of those, but, you we know. We're scheduled for tomorrow. You know, you get what you can, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Another one of the books. Bye, everyone. Bye.